Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Zed Games. My name is Zara and with me in the studio tonight is... Ah! Caroline. Ah! Caroline. Very excited to have you here in the studio tonight. Ah! Caroline. Can I change my name to just a screech? Um, I don't know. We might need some name lawyers to like text in mm-hmm. and <laughs> tell us if that is possible. Yes. You're so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, um, but we're not here to talk about Sonic this episode. Um, shocker. We're actually here to talk about, well, we've got gaming news. Yep. We've got a review. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have not exact, not really a review, um, but we did think that it would be very, very nice and fun and funky of us if we came up with a list of games you might want to consider for the upcoming holidays because you know it's hard to keep people entertained um that holiday parties you know everyone's everyone's always like oh well my family were always like let's bust out uno and look Uno's very fun settlers of Catan. settlers of Catan is also very fun but there are more games out there which we'll talk a little bit about later but monopoly maybe Maybe, but um, we can't monopolize the time right now. Hey. We got to listen to some news. So take it away. Settle down there, game fans. It's time for the news. The Australian release date and price for the PSVR 2 have been announced. For a kingly sum of $879.95, which is $80 more than the console itself, you can pick yourself up a headset and sense controllers on February 22nd, 2023. Pre-orders will open on November 15th. Together with the details, there was an announcement of 11 games coming to the platform during the release window, along with the previously announced Horizon Call of the Mountain. Most titles are already available on other VR platforms, but a new Dark Pictures game was announced, as well as a new game in the Crossfire series, subtitled Sierra Squad. Oculus founder, Palmer Luckey, has decided to commemorate the date of the SAO incident from the fictional series Sword Art Online, in which players are trapped in a virtual world with very real consequences, by creating a VR headset that can kill you. I used three of the explosive charge modules I usually use for a different project, tying them to a narrowband photo sensor that can detect when the screen flashes red at a specific frequency, making game over integration on the part of the developer very easy. When an appropriate game over screen is displayed, the charges fire, instantly destroying the brain of the user. Palmer posted the headset on his blog, also noting that he considered it an art piece to provoke thought and did not intend to try it himself. Former leads at Disco Elysium studio Zaum have released a statement accusing the current ownership, Imar Compass and Tonus Havel, of gaining control of the developer via fraudulent means. 
Needless to say, it has been a very difficult time for us. After five years of gruelling work, we released Disco Elysium, a game beloved by millions. As our reward, we were suddenly fired and cut off from our life's work, the world of Elysium. The company we built has been looted, while our own earnings are insufficient even to cover legal fees. Until now, we've refrained from speaking out. This has been entirely voluntary, out of consideration for the people still working at Zaum, and for our own mental health. But given the severity of our suspicions and the seriousness of the evidence we have, we think it's time people knew what has transpired at the company. Robert Kurbitz and Alexander Rostov, who acted as the game's director and art director respectively on the hit game, along with writer Helen Hinpier, were fired from the company last year. The current owners have responded, claiming creative leads were fired due to toxic behaviour. And a few news bites. In what might be the longest gap between release and DLC, the Tomorrow Corporation has announced a holiday-themed expansion to their 2012 Burning Things in a Fireplace game, Little Inferno. The expansion, called Ho Ho Holiday, will launch on November 19th. For all you fans of Pocket Monsters, watch out! The upcoming Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has leaked and the internet is awash with spoilers. If you're sensitive to such details, it might be advisable to avoid certain platforms until the game's release. Dark Souls Remastered for the PC has finally had its online features returned. The online was originally taken down in January, along with the rest of the series, due to a hacker exploit. The two sequels returned in October, but the original Prepare to Die edition will not ever have its online restored. Animal Crossing New Horizons is now Japan's highest selling game ever at 10.45 million copies, pulling ahead of the previous frontrunner, Pokemon Red, Green and Blue. Nintendo's streamed an indie world event to show off a few upcoming indie titles coming to the Switch. The event ended with an announcement of the release window for Queensland's own Sports Story, the follow-up to the hit sport RPG Golf Story. The game will be available on the Nintendo Switch this December. Upcoming game releases. November 11th will see Tactics Ogre Reborn on PlayStation Platform, Switch and PC, and Valkyrie Elysium on PC. November 15th will bring Floodland on PC, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge gets a PS5 release, and Pentiment and Somerville will get a release on Xbox platforms and PC. And that was my news, reading for yous. Thank you so much for the news, Paul. Uh, side note, why, why did, why, why did we get Vord? Um, I'm, I'm very confused. Um, I shall remain so, probably. You know what I'm also confused about? Mm. Uh, okay, so mm. I'm not going to touch the whole Disco Elysium thing because, I, quite frankly, I'm not too sure exactly what's going on over there, um, except that it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot and that came out all at once. Yeah. Um, but a headset, uh, sorry, a gaming headset that will kill you if you die in the game is yes. like i love that the developer was like um this is an art piece it's just to make you think about things wow i'm thinking about an anime but like considering wow. you know when uh you know how who there's so many youtubers that i've seen or twitch streamers and stuff who have like hooked themselves up to little zappy zap devices so they get electrocuted at any time they take damage mm. i Someone's going to use that. Maybe not 
you know, to its full potential. Um, but I can imagine someone just like, I don't know, like a little hammer that like sweet that is rigged up to your head. So then if you die, you if, what, you oh, get if you get a headshot, if you get a headshot, no, 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 bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Bear. You get a headshot, and then this tiny little hammer. Maybe it can be like a little rubber mallet kind of oh, thing. I was thinking actual hammer that you use to, you know, construct things. That with. was the original idea, but then I thought that was going to actually kill people. Yes, um, correct. What I'm suggesting is something that looks silly and very fun. Uh, um, but it's just like a little mallet, and it's hooked up to this device on your head. And when you get a headshot, like when you get killed by a headshot, it swings down and it hits you on the head. So then you get, yeah, it makes... Ooh. But that's not hardcore enough for gamers. They want to actually die, apparently. Then go, I don't know, hiking. (laughs) Just go outdoors. (laughs) You can do... No, I can see people doing this as a weird challenge. Like, wasn't... Oh, well, I mean, look, Assassin's Creed made parkour really popular. Yes. And people did get injured. Correct. So, I don't know. If you be safe, please be safe out there. Don't be stupid. Don't be don't be stupid. Um, don't strap headsets to your head that will blow up your brain when you die. Um, instead, maybe have your friend um, sit next to you for a little spray bottle, and when you die, just like I think that will, you know, it's a bit more forgiving. I feel, you know, you can just wipe it off with a towel, and then you're. If you want something a little bit more permanent, make then... Make it stinky. Make it stinky. And then it's extra... Get, like, a musk from some kind of creature. Oh, no. Go, I don't know. That's, so, that's someone's <laughs> kink. No. Okay. Pivoting. Pivoting. <laughs> pivoting. Pivot hardcore. Whoop. 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 Are you... Ex- are you excited about Pokemon? Yes. Are you... Have you... you have you been able to avoid the spoilers? Um, pretty much, yes. Because oh. I've been busy with assignments. Right, yes. And therefore... When you're busy, you're not yeah. on social media. Yeah. Where all the spoilers Also, are. I just hate social media. Although, Tumblr has somehow managed to avoid spoiling it for me. Which... Well, thanks, Tumblr, for... Thank you, Tumblr. Well, I'm really glad that you managed to avoid spoilers. I'm not too sure what there is to spoil. I think it was the whole game. The whole the whole game got leaked. I mean, look, I what, think. what is in a Pokemon game? You are 10 years old. You have Listen, your first Pokemon. There's the evolutions. There's the legendary because there's some speculation that you might be getting the legendary earlier than the end of the game since it acts as a mount. Hmm. I'm realizing I know way too much about this already. Mm-hmm. So we can expect a review? Yes. Cool. I've already said that I will review this. Glad I got that on air for accountability. Ah. And while we're thinking about accountability, we're going to dwell on this review by Paul for the playdate. I'm here to tell you about the hottest new console in town. 
Well, it's not so much in town, it's available online, and you'll have to wait a while to receive it. Currently new orders are expected to ship early 2023. So let me tell you about the Playdate. Here's the exciting feature list. The Playdate is a small, square handheld console with a high-tech black and white screen with no backlight. It fits in the palm of an adult hand and has a D-pad, A and B buttons, gyro support, and of course, a crank. Can you use the crank to power this little dynamo? No way! It's for game control only. Also, the whole device is bright yellow. This odd little gizmo is brought to us by Panic Inc. The app developers come publishers responsible for the release of Untitled Goose Game and Firewatch. In collaboration with Teenage Engineering, an electronics manufacturer mostly known for their funky synthesizers. I'm a big fan of their pocket operator line, which are small programmable synthesizers about the size of a credit card. So why the hell would you want something like this? You won't be getting ports of anything. You won't be running emulators. So what you're left with are original games made for an ultra niche piece of hardware with a lot of limitations. And who would design a game for such a device? Well, for starters, designers like Katamari Damacy director Keita Takahashi, Bennett Foddy of Quop and Getting Over It fame, Chuck Jordan from Telltale, Zach Cage of Ridiculous Fishing, there's a lot of talent here, and you get all of it for the price of admission. That's right, the Playdate comes with a season of games. Initially announced as 12, it eventually grew to 24 due to delays getting the system produced. You don't just get them all straight away though, you get two a week for 12 weeks. Each week a little notification will start flashing and you'll have two new titles to unwrap. Truth be told, I'm only up to week 7, so I haven't played the full lineup, but the first 14 games represent a huge variety of experiences. Before I get into the officially released games though, they aren't the only games you can play. This odd little box is an open platform, and anyone can create games for it. The SDK for the device is available, including an emulator, but if you're not much of a coder, that doesn't exclude you either. There's an online development tool created by Panic called Pulp, which lets you put together your own projects in a user-friendly way. Once you have a game, just upload it to the Playdate website and it will download to your device automatically. There are a great number of titles available, mostly on itch.io, some free, others not, and currently Panic is developing a more traditional store for titles. A second season of games is also expected, and hopefully will include the release of Papers, Please and Obra Dinn creator Lucas Pope's new game, Mars After Midnight, where you play a bouncer on Mars. Okay, so we're like halfway through this segment, and I haven't described playing any games. I'll be spoiling a few concepts here. If it's something you'd rather avoid, just tune out for a minute. The very nature of the device invites creators to indulge in unique concepts. Small scoped games on a unique form factor with a crank. Not every game uses the crank, but it's always fun when they do. Use it to focus a camera in an RPG birdwatching simulator, rotate the board in a pinball pachinko visual novel, control a clockwork robot as he tries to get to his hot date, spin your surfboard in a California games-esque surfing game. Currently I'm playing through a chess puzzle game in an RPG wrapper. Each game normally sits between what you would class as a minigame and a full-fledged title, with most taking a couple of hours to complete. There are narrative games, arcade games, puzzle games, and even tools like Boogie Loops, a Chiptunes musical sequencer, and animal dance choreographer. The downsides of the system probably begin and end with a display, as all other limitations are kind of the point. 
The black and white high density screen is actually incredible, but due to the highly reflective back, it's not possible for the system to include a backlight, which means you cannot play the playdate in the dark. You don't need a lot of light to see the screen, but it does just get better as your environment gets brighter. The good thing for me though, is it's so small, I can walk around with it in my pocket and forget I even have it. And with most games being easy to play in short bursts, if I'm out and about, I can just whip out my playdate and start cranking it anywhere. The whole system is incredibly slick and solid. I confidently give it to my two-year-old and don't give a second thought about if it would get damaged. The crank doesn't feel flimsy and has put up with some real rough treatments so far. Teenage engineering also aren't ones to skimp on sound, so the little device packs a real punch with its unique audio design, pushing out funky chip tunes and punctuating your actions to great satisfaction. The Playdate isn't cheap, however, coming in at 179 US dollars before shipping. But it really is an enthusiast device, made for the refined gaming hipster. It includes experiences you cannot easily replicate elsewhere and offers an accessible platform for those wanting to dive in and play around with the development themselves. I really do keep it with me most of the time now. It is the most portable portable device I have owned in many years, and the quick resume and short play sessions really lend themselves to on-the-go gaming. I really do love the Playdate, and it has lived up to my expectations. Pulling its bright yellow form out in front of new people and seeing them raise an eyebrow in interest, then unfolding the crank and seeing their face unfold with intrigued delight never gets old. Also, the Playdate is a device that will never really age. It's not competing with anything else, it's just doing its own thing. Play it now or play it in 20 years and you'll probably get the exact same kick out of it. The Playdate is available through the official website. Thank you so much for the review, Paul. Um, I want one. It's, it sounds... Okay, so I've kind of low-key wanted one. Um, mm. I haven't been really be able to justify the cost of it, yeah. um, not to mention the yeah. delays, of course. But I think, I think that review has just finally just tipped me over. Because, like, first of all, portable, super yeah. portable. And I love the I actually I don't normally love passes like seasonal passes, but this one I can get behind. It's just like it's it's like getting a subscription to I don't know puzzles. You get a, I mean, you get a isn't book. the games included in the price? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so well, it's not yes. really. Sub Wait, I managed to forget. Same. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I swear I was listening to the proceedings. It was somewhere in between. I don't know. Um, but like. Two, like it was originally supposed to be just one game a week, but two games a week, um, every week for 12 weeks yeah. is pretty nice. And these are all super playable. You can hand it to a kid and just be like, that's fine. It has a little crank thing. The crank thing is what makes me really want You can it. just like, I'm, oh, I bet there's a fishing game on it. Oh, there's, there's gotta be a there's fishing gotta be game. a fishing game. You call, oh, we're like we're we're um we're doing the action of cranking the play date as if we're fishing, um, but oh, like I I, I love sort of gimmicky little things like that that aren't you know aren't integral to the entire function, but are a nice addition 
that is just interesting and fun, mm. not just for you, the player, but also for the developers. Do you mean the 3D function of the 3DS? Oh, no, don't, don't, <laughs> don't. I don't want to, I'm getting a headache, just think, oh my god, I'm taking off my glasses. Oh, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. Um, I did enjoy the 3D thing for like specific sequences like I'll, I'll turn it on for like cutscenes and stuff because mm. i was yeah. like i need to be immersed in this this screen that is like three inches wide that's why you put it up real close to your face do you want to know how i got these glasses how uh, you bought them at a shop yes i did actually yeah um but <laughs> yeah not very comfortable but uh, you were talking about how you had, like, the Pokemon little ball oh, thing No, I was talking about the Poke Walker. The which Poke was, Walker. Which came with Pokemon Soul Silver. Okay. The make for, oh, that was the Nintendo DS, I think. What did it do? Um, you could upload a Pokemon to it and then you clip it to your belt. And then you walk, and, and then it you counts walk, and your it, steps. Okay. And your Pokemon will find items as you walk, and also grow closer to you emotionally. Oh. You form a bond, and you're actually you're walking with it's yeah yeah okay yeah I can you know that sort of I, reminds me. I think these came. You do you remember when cereal boxes came with like a little toy inside? Oh, that was so long ago. Yeah, those were great, weren't they? Um, but I remember that, that there was like a sort of tamagotchi style thing uh i remember this i remember this because i desperately wanted it but my mom was like no the cereal's bad for you and she was right she was right it was bad for me um but it's so good like little it tastes like sugar you would just like walk around with your little tamagotchi pals it wasn't a tamagotchi it was just super cheap um mm. but like you'd walk around and Oh, an egg would hatch. I had a knockoff Tamagotchi back in the day. Yeah? Yeah. It, the battery started dying and it started doing some really funky stuff. Ooh. Oh, that's not a, that's not a quick death. Not a quick death at no, all. No, it evolved into things it should not have evolved into when it was like I had a little eldritch horror in my yeah. pocket. Yeah. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. My name is Zara and with me in the studio tonight is Caroline. And we got some well, look, it's the holidays coming up. Um, Unfortunately. It's the holidays coming up and, you know, it's hard to keep people entertained. It's hard coming up with ideas of what to do, but it's also one of the few times in the year where you are pretty much guaranteed to manage to get a group together. Uh, so we came up with a list of games that you might want to consider, uh, not just for like playing, but also maybe for gifting, you know? Um, and it's just, you know, it's just a, it's just for fun, you know? So, Caroline, why don't you get started? I'll fix my headset. Good luck. Uh, we have Kiwi, adorable 
co-op game where you play as two kiwi birds running a post office. It's available on PC, Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. I can't get this headset <laughs> the right way around. Um, but Kiwi is actually so cute. Um, I've seen gameplay of it. It yeah. looks adorable. You slam things with your little butts. You have to because you're just a little Kiwi. Kiwi bird's actually quite large. Um, but, you know, compared to an emu, very small bird. Yes. Very small bird. Um, next up on the, w- on the list, uh, we've got Power Wash Simulator. Uh, I reviewed this one recently, but basically clean everything. From cars, trucks, playgrounds. And you might be thinking, Zara, why would I want to play a game where you power wash things? And I just want to say, it's just it's just f- more fun in a video game. It's a lot more fun in a video game. It's relaxing. It can be pretty zen. And you can play with your pals. So what is more fun than doing chores with your pals? Uh, what's What have we got up next? Uh, Mario Party, a classic. No one is ever really good at it, so it has an even playing field. Do you have any Mario Party stories? Um, yeah, yeah. Can't remember them right now, but used to play them a lot with my friends back from high school. Aww. And back on the Wii. On the... Oh, <laughs> yeah. When things were like, you could really swing your arms around. You know... Yeah. F- why did they let kids this was a console aimed towards children mm-hmm. why do they allow kids um a console where you have to swing your arms around like you just i've swung my mic around <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 flustered i'm all over the place but i did fix my headset nice um Congrats. yeah i mean like look mario party it's a classic there's like 10 billion mario parties out mm-hmm. there so and also you get to steal stars from people and make them angry yeah so it's like if you just want i don't know just if you want everyone to be upset at you mm. easiest way to do so um this one Party Poppers, uh, which is currently in early access, um, and it's a follow-up to Party Golf and Party Crashes, and it is a couch competitive game, 2D platformer with tons of customization options, and basically the the aim of the game is to pop as many balloons as possible. I mean, get a lot of balloons and you can play that in real life. Well, yes, but we're not... With violence. With... With like with violence, no, only with gentleness. No, never. <laughs> There's also Jackbox Party Pack Nine. This one includes Fibbage Four, where you need to lie in a trivia format. Oh, Quicksort, a silly auction auction game called Junktopia. Junktopia, yes, first non-sensory and a really reality TV game called. Rumoring. Wow, there was a lot of there words were a lot of nonsense words made up. Um, and the only one I really know about is fibbage uh, because yes. I love lying, and I encourage yes. you to lie, I lie with your loved ones. Yeah, um, do it. If this particular party pack doesn't sound like your kind of deal, this there's, there's so many others. other party yeah. packs. I particularly like the one that has the uh, the t-shirt. Oh, the t-shirt does the art oh. t-shirt fight thing. Yes. tons of fun, and that one actually has the. It gives you the ability to actually to get that t-shirt yes. with the design on it. Yeah, and it's hilarious. So oh, it's if so you good. want a little inside joke with your folks, yes, do perfect. it. Have do it. it. Just get the same I shirt. I recommend that game. Um, following up for that, uh, Monopoly. 
<laughs> that, that was me. I added that to the list. Yes. Uh, I refuse to acknowledge it any further. I've never actually... F- I'm going to acknowledge it further. I never actually finished a game of Monopoly. Uh, we always get impatient and angry and upset. Mm. And we just go, not I've enough. I've only ever finished a game of Monopoly Junior. Well... And that finished at like two in the morning or something. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, uh, it turns out if you play by the official rules, it takes a lot longer. No, official rules suck. Yeah. You got to make up your own rules. Um, I don't know. Put gummy bears at you, as houses. Gummy and if you buy bears. out someone else's property, so you get to eat the gummy bear. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Um, so I had a thought. Oh, you know. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Uh, so... Holidays, you have your you have your friends around. You have mm-hmm. your probably family as well. Lots of people all together. Like no one's got any other plans. You know, you got to clear morning, day, afternoon, evening, night, which makes me think D and D one shot <laughs> with pre prepared character sheets. Mm-hmm. You're all gonna be stuck together anyway, so you might as well. And you can also gift everyone um, a little figurine and a dice. Maybe just dice, not necessarily a figurine. No, um, I feel like that's a lot figurine. more. That's so much effort, though. But if you want to go the extra mile, I guess you could get a. F- it could just figurine. be a random figurine, it and could then be. they could paint it. Oh, I just really want to paint a figurine. Honestly, I still haven't gotten around to that. I mean, look, unplugged awakened something in me. Unplugged did that to a lot yeah. of people. I think. Um, but yeah, look, best way to invoke a lifelong love. And also everyone's got their plans cleared. So it's perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the end of sort of like our multiplayer recommendations. Um, we're going to like some single player games that you might want to treat someone close to you. Or such you as can just play it by yourself in the you, corner. You can treat yourself, yeah. you know. Self-love. We have Monkey Island Returns, point-and-click adventure game, perfect for those grown-ups who never grew up in that part of their heart, but now has to do boring stuff like tax returns and work. Yep. We also Mm. have the Callisto Protocol, which is a survival horror game. It's coming out later this year. Um, So, perfect for the horror head around you. Definitely not me. Ooh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Because, of course, there's those seasonal seasonal events. Seasonal events. Um, Get get gifts for your villagers, wrap them up, give them to them. But although, if you've played it one year, you... It's the same every year, so kind of... Yeah, but if you're, like, if you're unable to gather... Uh, you can gather on your island with your pals. You can, and, and you can give them a little gift. Yeah, that you actually trap got them, and you know, hit them with your axe. Yeah, I mean, the reason that New Horizons became so popular is because mm. it came out during lockdown. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah. I, ooh, ooh, flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, alternatively, this is something that I, I like to do before um, any parties or anything that I'm hosting. I will go through um, the Nintendo store or any other console store and look up anything that's free. Basically, anything that's free, anything that I think looks interesting and has like a multiplayer aspect to it. Mm. I will grab it, Mm. test it out real quick just to make sure it's like okay, and then play it with my family. Um, So that way, none of us know what the game rules are. So none of us can be good at it right Uh. off the bat. Um, which makes 
you know, my sister's a little bit more comfortable when they're playing video games with me because I'm the family gamer, I guess, and that makes me magically good at games, but it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. It I know does not. Sure. I've played games with you. Um, yeah, so just there's, there's so much, so much. So much. Um, and you can always tune in to um, to the Week in Gaming News. We list off upcoming game releases, so if any of those tantalise you, treat yourself. Treat just treat yourself. Treat a friend. Um, explore. Have step outside your comfort zone a little bit. See what's out there. It's a lot of fun. You um, go outside. No, <laughs> stay inside. Stay inside. My name is Zara. This is Ed Games, and with me in the studio tonight is <coughs> Caroline. <coughs> and it is actually time for us to say goodbye. Goodbye and good night. Good night. Have fun. You're not going to echo that. Uh, no, I don't want them to have fun. Actually. Oh, no, have fun. Have Play fun. Play a game. Play a game that you enjoy. Yeah, and not just you know grinding for grinding's sake. Yeah, just play a game. Have fun. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify or follow us on social media at ZedGamesAU. See, See you next time. time.